Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the pod. It's another mailbag episode. These episodes are fun because I get to hear what's on your mind. And also, you guys are really sometimes funny when you write in. But they're difficult because I have to read aloud, which is brings me back to like dyslexia and school vibes. So, you know, it's a mixed bag, all pun intended. And because we only do these once a month, I'm going to shut the fuck up for once in my life and get right to it. Anonymous 31 from Maine. I've been a listener of your pod since day one, like every single episode. Thank you. That is so kind. One episode is currently sticking out hardcore. It was in the holidays last year, and I remember listening to your podcast, diving into the family stone. Well, Tinks, fast forward to about two months ago, and I'm living that very fucking movie. Ooh, this is an interesting question. My 27-year-old sister brought home her new boyfriend to meet the family, and we all stayed at our house for the entire week. Well, fuck me running if I didn't catch feelings for my sister's boyfriend. That's not where I thought this was going. He is handsome, smart, caring, and we have a ton in common. The first few days, I thought I really liked him for my sister, and that slowly transitioned into, uh, I kind of like him for myself, to the final day where I felt a serious connection with him. 
At the end of the trip, my sister said she had seen a few things she didn't love. All basic surface level stuff, but stuff she was listing was stuff that I found myself liking. So here's my question. What the actual fuck do I do? Do I say something to my sister who might be on her way out of the relationship? Do I let the relationship run its course and then do something? I'm so confused. This crush connection, whatever you want to call it, it has hit me hard and I can't stop thinking about him and the consequences of acting on acting on any of this. Please help. Okay. Wow. This is definitely a new one for me and the pod in the show. My initial gut reaction is you have to let it run its course. Um, I don't see how you can go to your sister and say anything when you feel like he's not a bad guy. You know, like it, it's it's different when people write to me and say, oh, I don't like him, blah, blah, blah. Then you say something, but like you literally are crushing on him. I don't think that there's anything you can say. Let's go through your options. You could go to her and say, uh, yeah, I really think you should dump him. You're right. Like that's those things are bugging you. Like you should, it's not a perfect match, which would be so disingenuous and so mean to your sister and unkind. And also I think that will, that would never result in you getting together with him anyway. So that one's out. You could go to her and say, Hey, I love you more than life. You're my sister. I have a weird crush on your boyfriend and I just need to tell you to get it off of my chest because it's really tripping me out and I feel really bad but I I just wanted to tell you or option three which is you wait and see what happens and then you wait and see what happens and I think that is really the only sensible option but I wouldn't wait like I wouldn't that is the key word here that I want you to not focus on I mean focus on it by not focusing on it is wait I don't want you to wait because you never know. They could go home and she could be like, you know what? I really like this guy. I was nitpicking when he was around my family because I was stressed or whatever, whatever. They, I'm going to say something really scary. They might end up getting married. There is a fucking shot, okay? There's a shot for them to get married. So a crush is an amazing thing. Let's just, let's back out. Let's go 30,000 feet and talk about crushes because if you've read the book, if you haven't read the book, crushes, I, I love a crush. I run on crush power. Even if it's, a slightly inappropriate crush. This is obviously slightly inappropriate. Even if it's a celebrity crush, someone you're never going to meet, I do think that crushes are really important for us to feel that way. It's really important for us to feel that magical feeling like you swallowed a bottle of glitter and you feel kind of like like lighthearted and like fuzzy inside the whole time. Even if nothing comes of it, I think sometimes a crush is the way the universe is reminding us that we can feel that way. Sometimes people are sent into our lives to literally just remind us of how we can feel. And I think that that might be the case here. You don't know what's going to happen. Maybe they break up in a month and then in six months from now, you and him bump into each other and then you're going to have a really awkward conversation with your sister. But, you know, is that completely out of the realm realm of possibility? No. But would I tell you to wait for it and just like hope for it and wish for it and manifest it? I also wouldn't do that because the fact that you can feel this way should be a encouraging boost to remind yourself that you can feel this way, if that makes sense. And it's your sister's boyfriend. You can't act on this. You can't try to push her out of a relationship or hurry her out of a relationship. 
you have to say thank you to the universe for your crush. Laugh at yourself because this is literally a movie plot, remember, so movies are not real. And you got to just say, okay, well, that was that. And I need to go out and crush on someone else or whatever. But that is my advice. And please, please, please write to me and tell me what happens because I am extremely invested. And by the way, I didn't mean to shame you at all. If I had any tone of judgment in my voice, I didn't mean it. And I don't think I did, but I just want to say that because we all have weird crushes sometimes. It's not really in our control, but the point is like who you are as a person is like what you do with it. So absolutely no judgment. Um, And I think the way you wrote it, you sound very self-aware and like you have your shit together. So I'm not too worried about you. Lots of love. Thanks for listening to the pod. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. So important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and 
climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy, and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looks, especially that frizzy top part, you know, the, in, in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEETINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks hey tanks my h bot and i bought our first home together congrats and we are so excited to entertain for our first event we are having a bbq pool party in our backyard we have family and friends coming early and friends will stay long past the grown-ups to party the night away i'm looking for any tips tricks advice recommendations whatever to throw an incredible backyard bbq any advice on something fun to do when it's just us late 20 somethings trying to act young when the family is gone okay i love this maybe this is because i just recently threw a barbecue and i think i told you guys how fun it was so my tips are as follows it's fun to have one signature or fun cocktail or drink so Ashley and I made a spritz bar for my barbecue. In the past, I've made a giant pitcher of margaritas or I've done a sangria. It's fun to have one special thing. And then you can just offer like beer and wine and, you know, put out ice and, and you know, whatever you want to serve as well. But it's fun to have one thing. Pre-make that and make it in a big batch or make it something that people can do themselves like a spritz bar so you don't have to worry about it because making people drinks over and over again is like it takes your whole time up. You want to be socializing with your guests. The other thing I would say is stagger your food. So for me, right when people get there, I already have out um, charcuterie, chips, guac, lots of heavy dips so people can like munch because people are just, you know what I think about weddings, events, anything. People always want to eat, always want to eat. And then what I do is I like warm up the grill and I said this on another pod, but it really is such a good tip. I get a couple like flatbreads of different flavors, like a barbecue chicken flatbread, a margarita flatbread, whatever. And I put them on the grill and they go super fast. They go in three minutes and then you slice them into little slices. And that's kind of like an appetizer. And then you can slowly grill and do all your meats and whatever, throw some vegetables on there too and serve all that. Um, and then for dessert, I honestly, I think pies are a great thing because 
It's fun. Everyone associates pies with barbecues. Cookies are great. Have little bits and bobs out. And if you are having um, your friends stay later, then maybe you save like something fun for ba- for then. Maybe you save, um, I don't know, like ice cream bars or whatever, or like another special drink. Maybe that's when you pull out the like lemonade vodka mix that you made or something like that. So I would have something for when the, you know, the quote, quote, grownups go, you can, you know, pull out your fun drink for your friends and party into the night. Anonymous 26 year old Maryland. I have a close guy friend who I adore, but I am not interested in pursuing anything romantic with. A third party recently pointed out that he appears to have caught feelings. He plays lovey-dovey songs on car rides, gives me random gifts, texts me about my day, tells me how I deserve better than the guys I've dated. I don't know if I was completely oblivious before or just didn't want to see it, but now I'm uncomfortable. I would have respected it if he approached it directly like, hey, I know we've always been friends, but would you be open to something more? But this somehow feels slimy and manipulative because I just got out of a relationship that I'm clearly still processing. And he witnessed me setting a boundary in a similar situation with a different guy friend. Do I need to call him out on this behavior? Should I distance myself from the friendship? Hmm. I obviously don't have too much color into your past life and um, this, you know, but I read it a different way. I don't think that it's something to be like disgusted by. If you feel uncomfortable and you don't want anything, that's of course totally fine. And I would say something to him, but I don't think you need to be like offended by it. I mean, I think he's your friend and he caught feelings. And like, quite frankly, I have done the same thing when I've caught feelings for a friend. I've just like texted them more and like been like flirty or whatever. So I don't know if that's there's like anything nefarious there. Um, So I would just say, hey, I feel like you're kind of flirting with me. And I just want to be super clear. Like we're friends. We're always going to be friends. I like you as a friend. And I just I just want to like I wanted to reiterate that to you so that there's we never get our wires crossed. You can just kind of be lighthearted and just lighthearted, but to the point and direct. And I would just like say it on text so it's clear and there's no weirdness. Um, But yeah. I I think you should you should go for it. Just be be straight up with him. Okay. Florida 26. I know, I know. This complaint question premise is so cliche, but I couldn't help write in about it. I hate first dates. Hate them. I have been on a run of 12. You read that right, 12 bad first dates. Disrespectful men, misrepresented physically men, drunk and making unwanted moves men. The list goes on. Every date has been the same meet at a bar, have a couple of drinks, realize they aren't for me, waste the next two hours of my life for an even worse ending than beginning. Please give me some first date pointers. What are your moves? What can I do to get out of this first date rut? I don't want to give up on dating, but I don't think I can take any more of these soul crushing experiences. Okay. So I've totally been there. Um, I think that what you need to do is to screen these guys better. So I don't go on a lot of dates anymore because I think that I just know more like when I'm going, when there's a shot at me liking someone. And that just comes with age, right? You're 26, you're super young. So I think you need to screen them better. Like, I think you really need to think like, is this a guy I'm going to vibe with? Now, I am not above a pre-first date phone call, a little FaceTime, it doesn't matter. Everyone's behavior is so wackadoodle lately. It genuinely doesn't matter if you're like, hey, like, 
you can just be upfront with them. Be like, I usually like to FaceTime guys. Like I've been, you can even make a joke and be like, I've been totally catfish lately. Do you care if we um, FaceTime before? I actually, this just happened to me. I met a guy on a dating app and I gave him my number and he actually FaceTimed me. <laughs> and then actually guys, what was funny is I knew from the FaceTime that I wouldn't like him. And then, so I was like, oh yeah, like maybe we'll meet up. And then we never did which is not a ghost, but uh, all that to say is I'm really glad that he FaceTimed me because I immediately knew he was a douchebag. Like he answered the FaceTime and he was like, Christina, Christina, Christina. And I was like, and get this guys, he didn't have a shirt on. He didn't have a shirt on. And I was like, ew. And you know, for me personally, I don't like a gym bro. He's super jacked. And I was like, this is not for me. So what you're going to do is screen better so then you're like if you have a facetime or call and like you think they're funny you you vibe with them you like their voice go on the date if not there is no point okay life's too short and you're right and you could be doing something fun with your friends maybe also it's good for you to set a limit like one first date every two weeks and that's it so then it becomes more of like a fun random activity versus a chore because dating should never feel like a chore it should feel like some exciting exploration this that and the third So that is my tip to you. Screen harder. 24 Anonymous, California. Like you, Tinks, I'm a foodie. And my question, of course, revolves around food. So fun. Besides sex, not sure what else really matters. I agree with you. I was talking to my friend the other day and I was like, I genuinely think that I'm either thinking about food or sex. It's like food, sex, and then it will be like uh, daydreaming. And it's like those three things. And sometimes the daydream is about food or sex. So I don't know what that says about me. Below are some traditional cuisines locations. And I want to know if you could only pick one staple meal of each, which would you order? Also, what is one cuisine not listed that you love that you would recommend everybody try? I love this question. Okay. Italian. Okay. For Italian, I would always, I'm a big fan of pesto pasta. Big fan of pesto pasta. Love it order it a lot. I also love like a creamy red sauce as well. Delicious. Delicious. But also sometimes you crave spaghetti and meatballs. So I don't know. Actually, you know what? I'm really sorry. I take that back. I'm going to go with pizza. I'm going to go with pizza because I've been so on the dick of the great white pizza and I've been in a big pizza phase, but it has to be like the squishy dough wood fire oven pizza. And then I need like a side of like a balsamic-y arugula salad. Yum. Indian. Oh my God, this is going to be difficult. So for me, when I think of Indian, I love chicken biryani. I really, really love it. That is like my go-to that I always get at every Indian restaurant that I try because I feel like it's a good measure of their skill at whatever restaurant. That's like how I judge the new places. Um, But I also love Sag Paneer. I love dal. I love, oh my God, I love naan. I love it all. So, but I would say chicken biryani. There's a goat biryani at Jim Khan, my favorite restaurant in London that is so out of this world, you guys. It's so special. Oh my God, this is making me hungry. Bar food. Okay. So when I'm in a bar, it depends what kind of bar. I, I think it's like true, true bar food. I'm going fries, maybe wings, because I like the dipping sauces that they get. You know, you get blue cheese or ranch. But yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Nachos. I love nachos. There was this bar in Montauk, kind of like a not a trendy one, but like more of like a local place this summer. I think it was the best nachos I've ever had. I really, really do. I posted them on Instagram and it, it was really the best 
best nachos because it was so much. You know how you judge nachos, you guys, as if it's layered. Like if you pull up a chip from the bottom and it's dry, you know that they half-assed it. If they layer it, that's how you know they understand and like shove the sour cream and all the nooks and crannies. That's what I want. Chinese food. Oh my God. I mean, I just love Chinese food. It's so good. I'm thinking of something noodle based. I love a noodle. Oh, Peking duck. Duh. That is like the best fucking thing in the world. I could eat like a thousand of those mini pancakes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. And in London, there's this place called Royal China. It's so delicious, you guys. Wow. I'm craving that now. It's so good. The plum sauce to die for. Japanese. Wow. I was just actually on the phone with my friends trying to persuade them to go to sushi for like the 19th time this week. I fucking love sushi. I love Japanese food. I like when I went to Japan, it was just like the happiest time of my life because I was eating. Um, I, Like everything was so good and fresh. For me, you guys know I love a crab hand roll. I just die for a crab hand roll. Um, I love any type of sushi. Like I love a seaweed salad. I love um, eel. I love roe. I love uni. Like I love a piece of delicious Santa Barbara uni. I love a spicy tuna crispy rice, which is probably blasphemous because that's obviously not traditional Japanese, but it is very fucking delicious. Um, wow. Just so good. I love sake too. Steakhouse. Yum. That makes me think of Mastro's because it's just like the fun and funniest place. Um, I, you, I get like, a, I, I like my steak medium. I know that's not cool. Everyone's like, I want it bleeding. I'm like medium, a medium well, not, not well, but like a solid medium, like a real medium, a true medium. Um, and then I want like a Bernays on the side and then obviously shrimp cocktail and a wedge salad to start. I fucking love a wedge. Okay. Wedges, salads are so delicious. And then, yeah. Oh my God. And then I honestly would go, if I'm at a steakhouse, I'm getting a baked potato, not fries. I love a loaded baked potato because you get the sour cream and that's just the best thing ever. Okay. And then a cuisine that's not listed. Okay. I would say Mexican and Korean and Lebanese are, are not on there. And I'm part Lebanese, as you guys know. So I just love, I grew up eating a lot of Lebanese food. There's a lot of good places in London. Um, there's this place, Marouche, which is like, you get these delicious, oh my God, like I love a shawarma. I love anything like that. Like just drown me in garlic sauce. Mexican is one of my favorite cuisines of all time. I think of like the food in Mexico City, which is just so good. There's this guava pastry in Mexico City that I will think of till the day I die. I hope I get to eat it again. I'm sure I will. Also like contramar, the fish. I love like a corn to tortilla taco. I love a, what if I was like, uh, I love Crunchwrap Supremes. Like those are the best. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I love Mexican food. It's literally part of why I I love going to Mexico so much is because I think I find the cuisine to be unbelievably delicious. So spicy, so good. Could eat it every day. And then what was the other one I said? Korean. Okay. So I went to Korea a while ago and it was the most unbelievable food. There's a dish called bibimbap, which if you've been following me for a while, you know, I'm a big rice fanatic, rice girl, and it's a rice based dish in a giant stone pot. And it usually comes with like an egg on it. I mean, there can be an egg. There's like so much stuff in it and you get sauce and you basically mix it in this giant hot bowl. And it's, it's the rice forms like a crust. 
I cannot recommend it enough. It is absolutely unbelievable and I love it. And I really, really want to go back to Korea because it was so fun. Wow. That question was really, really fun for me. Thank you for that. 28 years old, Anon, Massachusetts. Wow. I, I literally can't pronounce any of the states. You can tell. <laughs> I just don't, guys. I I really don't know about like how to pronounce a lot of things, a lot of American words properly. Massachusetts? Okay, whatever. Fall is here. Hey, I already like this question. Tanks, I'm so excited for my second favorite season. Cider, flannel boots, leaves of off trees, all the stuff that warms my heart. Most of all, this is the foreplay. Whoa, I just said foreplay about something else. And guys, I love when we speak the same language. It makes it just like makes my heart so fucking happy. Okay. Most of all, this is the foreplay to the greatest time of the year, the holidays. Oh my God, this question. Before I start future tripping too much, let's give Fall the starring role she deserves. What are some of your favorite things about Fall? What are some of your favorite activities? Any specific moments that stand out for you in Fall's past? Any sort of fashion trend I should be ready for this Fall? Thank you for your fantastic question. I too agree that Fall is just like the best time of life. I love it so much because it feels like everyone's coming back together again. It is the time of all the best holidays. And as you said, it's the foreplay to the main event. So I really view it as one whole thing, one whole thing. September to December is just, it's sex. It's foreplay and then it's sex and orgasm and then after depression in January. I mean, no, but you know what I mean. Um, What do I love about fall? I love that there's football. Do I always watch it? Not always, but I love that it's going on because it brings people together. I love the weather. I love looking at pictures of foliage from my phone because I live in Los Angeles. I love the pumpkin spice paraphernalia and everything. I love it all. I love the color scheme. You know, I don't particularly love orange that much, but I love that fall is like, no, this is our fucking color and everybody needs to get on board. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I love a theme. You picked it and you stuck to it. And I love that. I love that there's a lot of activities that you can do with your friends. Okay. You can go apple picking. You can watch Halloween movies. You can decorate pumpkins together. You can go to Halloween parties. You can watch football together. You can go to get pumpkin spice lattes together. You can bake apple pies together. You can de- you can b- go to Marshall's and buy all your Christmas decorations. Like there is so much stuff to do together. I'm very excited. In terms of trends that I am personally excited for this fall, I'm very into ballet flats. I'm very into cowboy boots. I am going to maybe dabble in shorts, even though I said I wouldn't maybe like I'm just going to try it like a short with like a ballet flat. I, I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I get excited because it's my birthday and it's all of my friends are born in the fall. It's really interesting. I have literally, I'm not joking, you guys, a friend born every day of October. Like I am a Libra loving bitch. Okay. Viche's birthday is in October. Miso's birthday is in October. Lukey, Lauren, Ashley, like all these October, my brother, like so many October babies around me. Like it's, I love it. I love it so much. Um, Halloween. I love Thanksgiving is my fucking jam. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. And on that note, I wish you all a very happy fall. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this pod, share it with a friend. And if you would like to write in a question, write on in the email. We would love to hear from you until next time. Bye. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We 
all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks.